0: Um, thanks so much for coming on the show here today, Scott. Um, and as always with my micro segment for better business building, um, I'll throw straight to you to just tell me a little bit more about
1: what you do. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm a um, direct response copywriter. Uh, in particular, I do a lot of email copywriting. Uh, so, which is basically you know, leveraging people's email lists to generate a return on investment. Yep. And, and how did you get to
0: to that and why
1: is that effective yeah i mean the reason why i'm so passionate about email is because it's such an underutilized asset mm-hmm. um so most people often say oh email doesn't work for me or um, that sort of thing and it does it's actually one of the most effective ways of marketing and promoting your business uh, it just needs to be done in the right way um, and that is the best way to do that is through you know um, is through building relationship. Now, according to Litmus.com, um, there's a 36 times ROI for every dollar you invest in email. Um, and different ones vary, but um, different studies vary. But what you will find overall is that you'll get a far better return on investment by nurturing your email list than you will uh, out of let's say. Facebook advertising and all of that sort of thing. So essentially, Adam, if you've got an email list and you're not of any size and you're not nurturing it and building a relationship with it, it's really like having a, a pot of gold in the backyard and um you know and just letting thieves come along and steal it
0: Mm, mm. no no well yeah with with everything in the world right now definitely that's people should be looking into more of that but i guess an extension on that would be what's the key to to that being
1: successful scott i mean really the the key to it being successful and another one of the reasons that it works is simply because it's in your control do you know what i mean so you can yeah, you can get wiped off Facebook you can get wiped off LinkedIn they're not your you don't own those assets whereas with a with an email list you effectively own that you know own that asset you can download it you can own it Um, but the real key to it is it's balancing um, the relationships with the sales so um, there was a book written uh there was a book written called they ask you answer and what he found was is that if someone had absorbed 30 or more pieces of content before a sales meeting the the conversion jumped up from 10 percent, which was the industry average up to 80 uh, percent now that was using blogs and seo and all that sort of thing he was referring to but the same concept applies to email um, so if you can be seen if you can build a relationship with your list. If people are reading you on a regular basis and they're they're building trust with you, then when you do have a sales pitch, then it's 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 welcome with open arms rather than that distrust and that pushback, um, which you would normally get. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's just
0: the having the right path to education, I guess, and um. I guess digging into that a little bit deeper, probably like how, and how how can you break that down into um, sizable chunks and
1: how do you make that happen? Yeah, so, so the real key is, it's understanding who your audience is. So one of the first things I would do if I had an email list is I would send out a survey and a couple of questions I would ask is things like, um, you know, like what questions would you ask me if you could? And yeah, you know, and what's the biggest frustration with and depending on what your you know what your industry is. So if you're a digital marketing agency, it might be, what's your biggest fr- frustration with getting more clients? If you're a real estate uh, yeah, agent, it might be what's your biggest frustration with you know with buying a home or selling a home, that sort of thing. So you ask those questions. You get the response, and you know exactly what your prospect is thinking. Once you know what your prospect is thinking, then you can send an email to them quite easily. Now, if you want to fast track it, a really clever way of doing this is there's a little there's a little app called um, Otter, and it's like a it's an AI transcription service, and you can literally grab your phone and you can, you can answer those questions into your phone and then take that transcription, edit it, and turn it into an email. So that's like a little shortcut way of actually creating emails.
0: Awesome, Scott, awesome, Scott. So um, do, you, do you find that you have a specific type of customer in mind? Like who do you think you could help the most with all
1: of this? I mean, really, it's, it boils down to anyone who's got a quality email list. Um, yeah, and then, and if they're not leveraging it, uh, yeah. then yeah, then there's definitely the opportunity to you know to, to help with that. Now, often it doesn't need to be a massive email list, Adam. It's yeah. it's about the quality. So, to give you an indication, I once sent an email out to I had a list of about seven thousand people, and I was promoting a product worth a thousand dollars. When I actually broke it down, I made about forty sales. I think it was forty two sales from that campaign. When I broke it down, I had a paid subscriber list at that time of about 200 people. Mm -hmm. More than 90% of the sales came from the 200 and only 10% came from the 6,800. So what I would say to people also is don't be put off if you've only got a small list because it's about the quality as much as it's about the quantity.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for these insights here today. It pretty much goes to show that if If it sells, Scott probably wrote it. So thank you so much for your time uh, coming on Better Business Building,
1: Scott. Yeah, no thanks, Adam. Been great to be here.
0: (laughs)